Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Blunt Business. Thanks again for joining us. If you listen to the Blunt Business program for any particular amount of time, you'll know that a few weeks ago I actually had a guest on that actually talked about the potentials of cannabis lending. You know, we're looking at different options right now for those that are, you know, looking for fund management or consulting. And and if you're an early stage cannabis business, like even with the inflationary issues that are going on investors are they willing to put money in because they're now very hesitant because of the way the stock market is shrinking quarterly earnings for the major mso's that are publicly traded things like that are pretty constant so but that doesn't sway away my next guest who is here to go and talk to me about the idea of cannabis lending so we've actually had our guest on over at our green peak program with richard's wiki back in august of last year very comprehensive and his company specializes in loans that target small to medium-sized businesses, but can also meet the needs of larger companies. And my guest is a loan industry veteran, and he's the CEO of Fund Canna. Adam Stettner joins us here on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for being on. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for coming back on with us. Now, we want to go and talk about cannabis lending, which is really what you're looking at here, that with the current state of the industry, operators at all levels of supply chain should know best practices for selecting a lender that won't use predatory uh, tactics to bleed their business dry. And like I said, I had another guest on, and I want to ask some some other uh, points about what you were talking about here. Uh, first of all, what is it about the fact of that you think that now is a good time for lending as opposed to seeking out investment? So there's always opportunity for both equity and debt in all business, not just cannabis, but cannabis in that regard is no different. Equity is terrific if it's strategic. So the reason I say that is uh, equity in my mind, it's always been this way. It's the most expensive capital you can get because once you bring equity on, someone, whoever your investor is, they own a piece of your business. Now, depending on how much they put in and the valuation of the company dictates how much you're diluting yourself. But there really isn't a good way to get that back. And so when equity is strategic, I think it plays a great role. Um, I've started a number of companies myself. I've always leveraged both equity and debt. So the only reason I bring that up is because I want to make sure that people um, listening to us realize I practice what I preach. I believe in equity. 
I believe in debt. So uh, equity has its place. But equity is great when you're starting out, when you've got an idea, uh, or if you've reached a milestone where there's a big bump in valuation and bringing that equity in is a measured dilution to you as the operator. And But equity should not be used to operate the business. It should be, not be used to grow the business because um, otherwise you become, you're on this hamster wheel of dilution and that's brutal. And, and the other thing is uh, equity, you get these periods of feast or famine. When something is popular or uh, people rush in, like you look less driven by economy for a moment, although economy affects equity investment, but, but you look at fat. So uh, when cannabis became legal, let's say in California early, there was what everyone called the green rush. People came running in. They all wanted to invest. They all thought it would be easy and they all thought they would make it tons of money. And I'm not speaking about the operators. I'm talking about equity investors. Right. They, they realize that like any other industry that's in an early stage, we're, we're going to deal, we're going to get kicked around. We're going to deal with I'll say hurdles, uh, but in some cases it's like climbing mountains. Um, and then they fatigue, and the person that was supposed to be your partner and there for you, they change their mind, and now they own a piece of the business, and they're a mosquito in your ear at best, giving you a hard time about not hitting the goals or not making projections. I can uh, tell you, I have, I have somebody that is, is, is a been actively seeking investors for years for for a platform he has. <laughs> all the times he's had people that have come and gone making promises they'll invest when they do and then they become a bad actor and they're like oh my god i should not have this investment money in my hands because of the reputation of the person i got the investment from right all those things are coming into play and that's the, the it's, there is a risk coming with investments because again you're putting your reputation along with those investing in you plus what kind of faith or what kind of patience are they going to have to that's see a return they're, and they're all going to come in, like you said, with the risk, that green rush kind of feel. They also know that there are those that have squandered that money. I mean, I just had a guest on the other day, earlier today talking about, oh, yeah, they got the investment money. Now we're riding around in a Ferrari. Okay, we know what they're doing with the money. Right. But now let's talk about lending itself because yeah. obviously there's risk in both. But the difference between uh, revenue-linked financing and asset-based. So there were a couple of ideas where you had cannabis businesses that could use their assets. They could use those as collateral for a loan. And there were those that were just using the valuation of the company for a loan. So revenue linked financing. And just to reiterate what I mentioned on there. So if a business already owns a property or a building, for example, it has substantial stockpiles of equipment. The assets can be utilized to take out a loan against the value of these assets. They are classified as real estate or equipment loans. The other possibility is revenue linked financing or a line of credit, and it's linked to accounts receivable and generally used for things like inventory and new hires. The rates are higher normally and than an asset bank loan, but if the business defaults, there are no assets to seize. Obviously, we're seeing the areas where people are kind of, that there are lenders that are willing to go and take that risk on the short term, knowing it's a gamble. But what do you say about those two options? So I, I think we've you've really mentioned inclusive of equity. You've mentioned three different categories, right? Okay. So you've got equity, 
and then you've got debt and you've bifurcated or split the the uh, debt into two components. One asset backed and the other is either cash flow or revenue based. The reality is there's room for all three. There are pros and cons to all three, but almost every business that has been successful leverages all three. There, it, it, there isn't one necessarily to stay away from. The, it, it's more a question of what are you, it's a question of pausing and reflecting on what am I trying to achieve and what are the pros and cons of the options associated with the funds that enable me to achieve it mm-hmm. and, and then selecting the right source of capital. So if you're buying a piece of equipment, it makes sense to finance that equipment with the equipment lease or equipment finance and that form of debt. If you're buying a building, it makes sense to take a mortgage. And if you can't get a traditional mortgage, there's no there's no problem with having a non-bank source of money take a lien on the real estate and provide you with the capital that enables you to buy that building or that piece of land. Uh, all of that is great. And just like if you're trying to finance a purchase from a vendor or your own receivables, there's no issue with taking debt there and using your cash flow to service that debt. The The question really is, what are you trying to achieve and how are you going to go about doing it? But there isn't really a business around that operates only on their own cash flow without leveraging equity and debt. We can look at public markets, companies like Google and Apple, flush with cash. Apple has more money than most countries. They still borrow. Yeah. And and why is that? Because they can, and it makes sense for their model. And so uh, you look even at Funcana, I brought in equity and I brought in debt. And I use those differently, uh, but in both cases, I use them strategically. Uh, the company I had before the same story. So if to answer your question more directly, the two types of debt, mm-hmm. um, I think the the cons or I guess the drawbacks associated with the equipment is if you miss a payment, you have to you have to be very aware of the structure of your financing. What are the um, the what ifs and how will those be exercised? So you always want to check, and I, I say this, um, uh, without bias. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're using Funcana or someone else. Read the agreement and, and don't be afraid to ask the source of your debt, what happens if, right? Ask the question that you're wondering. There's no problem with vocalizing that. If the debt provider you're going to work with is going to be a good partner for you and someone that is a long-term strategic source of capital that you can turn over and over again, you want to be able to have honest dialogue with them. Ask them the question, hey, if I miss a, I don't intend to miss a payment, but you never know. If I miss a, a payment, a single payment, <clears throat> what happens? What's the cure period look like? Are you, gonna, are you going to repossess the asset that I borrowed against? Uh, does that occur right away? In some cases, cure period might only be 15 days. Yeah, you you want to ask is that is that enough time for me to cure if something were to go wrong? Um, am I able to subordinate? In other words, can I borrow again and keep you in a senior position and maybe take more debt on behind you? Is that permissible? Am I allowed to borrow again? 
you want to ask the questions so that you really understand what the structure is. Because all too often, as much as I uh, enjoy lawyers, uh, and I, there's a little bit of sarcasm there, right? Uh, it, they oftentimes these documents are written in a way that they're confusing, sometimes by design. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no problem in asking the question, getting the plain spoken answer, and then referring to the document to take the dialogue and match it up against what you see. You always want to do that, regardless of the type of debt. Now, just going to the cash flow or the revenue based financing that you've referenced. I find that that's really where we'll do asset backed in some scenarios. But the majority of the time we focused on revenue because it's, it's again, thinking plainly here from my perspective, if you look at the inflow and outflow of money and you look at what a business does and their geography and their historical uh, accomplishments and setbacks, you can determine what a comfortable payment looks like. Forget, let's not jump ahead. Let's just determine inflow and outflow of money, how much cash flow is available to service debt. Because the last thing you ever want to do is work with a lender that isn't thinking that way. You don't want to work with a lender that says, well, the asset's worth a million, so we'll give them 700000 And then we know we have coverage. Well, wait a second. What about their comfort in servicing the debt load? Right. And all too often you'll find lenders don't go there. They go right to what's our coverage ratio. Well, the coverage ratio doesn't really take into account the success of the business or their ability to leverage that capital in ways that help them grow. It only protects the lender. So I think as borrowers, you want to look at all three sources. You want to look at equity when it's strategic and the timing is right. You want to look at asset backed debt when it makes sense and when you understand the terms and you want to look at revenue or cash flow based funding as well it's usually most readily available it's right. the fastest to fund it can be renewed most frequently and the terms are usually the most onerous but you you still want to ask questions and and lastly right. if i could one last one last point on these no matter who you're working with to your point, you brought up a very valid point, and I want to make sure it resonates. You want to know who you're working with. You want to know their reputation. Yeah. You want to know what it, what others have to say about them. And even if it was in a prior life, in other words, if they're now a debt provider for cannabis, but before this, they were in a different industry, what was their reputation in that other industry? Because the last thing you want to do is work with someone that is in exile from what they were doing because they were a bad actor, and now they have a clean slate in whatever it is they're doing now. You know, usually, uh, my parents always used to tell me, if someone behaves a certain way elsewhere, they've shown their colors, it's only a matter of time before they treat you the same. So always good to know who you're working with. We're going to go to a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about cannabis lending and investment here with Adam Stetner. He's the CEO of Fund Canna. Website is F-U-N-D-C-A-N-N-A.com. Back after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. 
Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back. I'm here with the CEO. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. of fun to canna adam stetner here on blunt business as i said before we started off you've been in the loan industry for a long time you understand that if for my own sake i'll just say this we're going to just go into focusing the fund canna itself as an option for lending that's what we want to make the point across here and when it comes to fund canna if you want to have the background the record that proceeds itself let's just put it like this the track record says it they provide over six billion dollars to over 200,000 unique businesses nationwide, have scouted nearly 1 million small business files and their financial records. And you did it. You also lend over $14 billion to individual borrowers in the form of educational loans. So you know this. So the yeah. questioning about, you know, the reputation that shows for Fund Canada and yourself, that's, it's, it's, 
transparent as anything. But now it still comes out of the fact that you make mention of. Personally, I wouldn't want to go ahead and ask for lending if I didn't have the collateral to back it up. Right. I would be afraid of saying I'm cash flow positive. I've seen what that happens with some businesses. You know what? You want to go for it. Listen, I mean, as we always hear on other programs, disclaimers that, you know, any investment always involves risk or loss. Be aware of that before you make an investment. Same thing goes here. And of course, as a lender, you know, you'll make money either way. So if somebody wants to come in and say, hey, can I get a, a loan? Here's my cash flow positive. Here's here's my balance sheet. Here's what I have. Here's the kind of room that's coming in. You'll take them in. But it's like, how? what's the rate, What's the percentage of those that are coming in with cash flow needs that they have a cash flow positive status or those that are coming in for lending with collateral? So I would say the vast majority are not collateralized. Okay. And, um, and you know, it's not every operator that owns real estate. Uh, it's not, you know, it takes a while to either raise equity so that you can go buy real estate or build your business up to the point where you can afford it. And I don't know about you or, or the listeners, but I was always fascinated earlier in my career. And when I say that in every stage of the career, it, it, there's an early stage. So it doesn't matter, you know, I'm now 50 years old, right. but I, I'm only two years into cannabis. And so I still consider myself relatively early in this stage of my career. And whenever you're early, you look around and you wonder how how is, are people able to do the things that they're able to do? How does this entity own 25 million worth of real estate? Right. And there's nothing wrong with wondering that. You don't want to go down the rabbit hole, no. but ultimately you need to focus on where you are now relative to where you want to go. And so I would tell you that the minority, 15% is wow. collateralized and roughly 85% is not. But what I'm finding is it's more the reason of the way the cannabis infrastructure, supply chain, and ancillary vendors work, most everything is either COD or very short-term terms. So you might get 15-day, 30-day, maybe in some extreme cases up to 60-day terms. It's pretty rare. And so, but our revenue cycles in this industry range anywhere from two to eight months, depending on whether you're a grower, a manufacturer. Mm -hmm. um, and so the turn from cash outlay to revenue never matches. Your terms, when you get 30-day terms, gives you a little bit of cushion, but it's not as if whatever you brought in on those terms has created revenue by the time that bill is due. So the vast majority of what Funcana does <laughs> is create the bridge between cash outlay and that product turning into revenue. And then we work with our clients. Uh, they know their business, their margins. We work with them to determine what the term should look like so that the money we're giving them works for them. I know it sounds a little cliche, so I I, I have to say that uh, I, we really do live by the mantra. We don't just say it. If it doesn't work for the client, it's not going to work for us. So we just we go through this early stage. We can fund somebody as quickly as one day, but we try to make sure that we really understand, does this does what we're proposing. You told us what you're looking for. We're proposing this back after underwriting and determining an approval. Does this work for you? And 
We go through everything. We present it with black and white. We lay out the payment schedule, do everything. There's nothing hidden. It's all on the table because the more you put it in front of someone, the more comfortable they are that it works for them. Not only will it work for them, but if we do that, it will also work for us. And then it leads most importantly to a relationship. I'm not looking to give an entity money once, have them determine it was an awful experience and then go away. That doesn't help me build my relationship or my reputation. So what we're trying to do is establish the need, establish a product solution that works to fill that need, and then have that client but have Funcana become partners in how that revenue and that cycles while continuing to maintain margin. It's very important to keep this in the mind and very cognizant for those businesses out there that are listening to this program. With the inflationary period we have now, a recession that, if you want to say it's here, sure. If you want to say it's not, it's looming, sure. But either which way, people are starting to feel the, the pressure. They're feeling the fever pitch of people asking, you know, if sales are stagnant and the business is not making that growth and you're not publicly traded, you're private, but you're also saying, well, we need to keep things going. We need to keep our people paid. We need to keep operations flux. So they'll come to a fund canna, but it's also very encouraging that even you know that your team knows that you know just not everyone it's it's got to be best interest for both parties and then you make that point so there are those that have come in and they might feel like you know what we have no choice we have to get something now like we only have 30 to 60 days to survive right and i'm sure you have some of those kind of conversations and there are some people that's like well if you're at this point i mean you it's probably a little too late yeah, well, there, look, we do have to occasionally have the conversation that what we do is not a good fit for what they need. Right. Um, so our uh, uh, look, the good news is our approval rate is roughly seventy yeah. percent. So I, 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 you know, I, I, I mean that now that is a public number. I'm happy to share. But what I'll tell you is, for me, I feel good that seven out of ten times we're able to say yes. Oh yeah. Uh, and then nearly. of the people that we say yes to believe that we're a good fit. And that actually is a better ratio than I've seen in any other lending category. But, But kind of along the lines of what you're saying is you want to explore your options. You don't want ever to, it's a terrible feeling to feel desperate. Right. Um, And, and I, you know, I acknowledge that. Uh, So, Sometimes what happens is someone will say they're not necessarily desperate, but they have a need. And let's say their desire is uh, we want $300,000 and here's what we're looking to do with the the $300,000. When we look at the financials, it's not that they can't qualify for $300,000. It's that we don't yet know each other. And that $300,000 may, it appears based on inflow and outflow of money that the $300,000 servicing that debt would be a burden. And so we might say, look, you're approved, but you're only approved for 150000 And why don't you take the one fifty, try to leverage that, see how it works, and let's build the relationship with the intent and desire that we grow into the $300,000 level. But the last thing I ever want to do is say yes and then have someone hate me because we gave what they asked for. Right. But because what ends up happening is it becomes burdensome. You never want to over leverage a client. 
And I think, again, with you have to be careful because with asset-backed lending, it's easier for that to occur because the fallback for the lender is to take the asset. In, in cash flow or revenue-based lending, I, first, I never want to be that guy that repossesses anything. I always want to make sure that we're lending at a level that's comfortable for all parties. Right. And, and for business owners, you don't want to overlever on hopes or dreams. You want to look at where you are now and you want to start using debt because what it does is it preserves cash in, on hand and it enables you to use other people's money to make revenue and margin. And then your business can grow rather than be hamstrung. Um, so all too often, people go or seek debt when they reach an inflection point or where they hit the wall. But if you start leveraging debt at a level that's comfortable before it's, I'll say in quotes, needed, but when it can be beneficial, it helps the business grow. And then the debt facility can grow as the business fuels itself. Uh, and then, you know, again, you look at, at large companies, most often, even when they're flush with capital, they're still using other people's money to create. Right. right. No, it makes sense. And, they, and if they can do that, that's the option. That's great. We're going to come back with final questions with Adam Stetner, CEO of Fund Canna, here on Blunt Business after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. We're coming around the home stretch. We're here with Adam Stetner, the CEO of Fund Canna, F U N D C A N N A dot com, here on Blunt Business. For those that don't know how that kind of option, not the Apples and Googles of the world, yeah, they need companies like Fund Canna. So we want to go yeah. ahead and point people to the website. Again, the website is F U N D C A N N A dot com, Fund com. A lot of solutions very comprehensive and the kind of companies you serve if you're looking at financing by state also saw the blog has great information uh there's a recent post on money management cannabis dispensary clash flow and financing strategies a great roundtable discussion there a whole lot to be said and for those adam that want to go and reach out to your team uh anything they should have in particular ready to go before they go and reach out for lending services from you obviously approval can come quickly within 24 hours uh, take a minute to talk about the website and the services provided and when they should be coming to you. Sure. So, Ed, thank you for that. I think you visit the site. There are some good sources. You can apply right online if you want. There's a portal there where you can um, go fill in your information. You can even securely upload financials, bank statements, if you choose. If you don't want to tell of that, you can just call us, uh, 844-420-FUND. F-U-N-D, uh, and speak to someone. We're happy to answer questions. Uh, the other thing I'll say, I think that it is somewhat unique. Banks don't always work this way. Uh, there's no obligation. There's no cost to speak to us. There's no cost to apply. There's no cost or obligation to find out what you qualify for. We're happy to do the work to demonstrate our desire to be your partner um, and, and to present offers and talk them through it with you. So, uh, and then I would say the only businesses that we don't work with are pre-revenue businesses. So um, we, the requirement for us is that a business is already operating. As long as the business is operating, it gives us the ability to assess uh, what we're able to offer. Um, but entire supply chain, 
So plant touching or not, uh, hemp CBD or THC, and then ancillary providers. So if you service the cannabis supply chain, packaging, lighting, grow tables, nutrients, uh, anything having to do with this amazing industry, um, we service it. And, and then I would say just in terms of what you should have ready, just generally what you're trying to achieve. Um, and then of course, what we look for, we're looking really just for basic demographic information, a couple of months of bank statements. And then if you have financials handy, balance sheet, PL, that's enough for us to get started and, um, and make an offer. Thanks for that last part. I always like to go what parameters you'd like to have up front for when you go and qualify someone for lending for a yeah. loan that they're going to go and offer and you can offer for their uh from from canada so fundcanada.com adam stetner ceo of fund canada thanks for being on with us always glad to have you on you're a great wealth of knowledge and always like to keep the door open for another chance to continue the conversation i appreciate it thank you very much for having me. thank you listeners for listening to another blunt business we'll talk to you next time You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.